everyone, my name is Anna Grace and welcome back to the Handprints Podcast. If you are new here, like I just said, my name is Anna Grace and I am the host and creator of the Handprints Podcast, a podcast centered on imprinting you with gospel truth so that you can go out and love your neighbor well. So today's episode is a solo episode. I had two guest episodes in a row, I believe, if I'm correct. Wait, maybe it was just one, and then I had another one. I don't really remember, but last week was a guest episode with my friend Jenna. If you haven't heard that yet, it was my first episode of 2021, and it was an episode all about finding joy, peace, and hope amidst a time that often feels void of all three of those things. Dominant topic at this moment, and so if you are feeling void of joy, peace, and hope, please go and listen to that episode because Jenna shares just a lot of wisdom there. With all of that being said, today's episode is kind of going to be centered more about my New Year's kind of resolutions as well as looking back at 2020. It's just kind of going to be an all-encompassing New Year's kind of episode. I know most people who have podcasts did these episodes last week or even the week before, but I wanted to get that episode up with Jenna because it was just so great and I'm glad I did and I decided to do this one this week instead. And to be honest, I didn't actually really come up with New Year's resolutions or anything before the new year, I've kind of just spent the last week slowly being like, what do I want to set my intentions on and my sight on in 2021? And so with all of that being said, I guess I'll start out, we're going to look back at 2020, but before we do, I guess I'll start out by saying that I don't really have a ton of new year's resolutions or things to set my sight on other than Jesus, other than the cross, other than my father. I have really been thinking about it and when my sight is set on all these other things, which are all great things, I think that goals and resolutions, there's nothing wrong with them. In fact, normally I am that person who has so many goals and resolutions and I'm even normally pretty good at accomplishing them. I'm a four-wing three on the Enneagram and my three-wing definitely... I am an achiever in some ways, actually in a lot of ways, and so I actually make goals all throughout the year. It's not just a thing that I do kind of in the new year, and last year I actually made a lot of goals once we went home and were quarantined for months, which I think is really interesting just seeing kind of how I handled the stress of the pandemic I think was interesting, but... Now, kind of going into this year, I just felt like 2020 was a very hard year, as we all know, and there weren't a lot of things, A, that I felt like I want this to be a year goal kind of thing, and B, I'm such a dreamer, all at the same time where I have this achievement side to me, I also am such a dreamer, and more than anything, I just wanted to kind of dream for the year. And as I was thinking about, you know, what do I want this year to look like? I just know that I want my sight to be set on Jesus and I just want to be all in with God. And so instead of picking a ton of New Year's resolutions, although I do have a couple, I actually have quarterly goals, which 
is such like a, I don't even know. I feel like that's such a funny thing to say, like quarterly goals. I feel like a CEO of a company, but that's what I did instead of New Year's resolutions. But I do have a word for the year and a verse for the year. But before I get into that, I want to circle back to 2020 and look at what was my word for the year and what was my verse for the year in 2020. So looking back at 2020, I'm looking right now through everything and I've kind of been going through my old journals and all this information, I guess, from 2020. What was I thinking going into last year? And I guess I want to start with the verse that I had for last year. And this is a verse that the Lord revealed to me pretty early in the year, but it wasn't one where I thought about it before 2020 and then I knew, okay, this is my verse for the year. It was when I was reading, just doing my quiet time, I was reading through Isaiah at the beginning of last year. And so this verse stuck out to me and I wrote it down and it really became my year verse. And the verse is Isaiah 46, 4. And I shared this on my Instagram last week, but the verse is, I have made you, I will carry you, I will bear and rescue you. Such a sweet, sweet verse. I I don't know. I just love that verse. But that verse ended up really being, I think, just so true of the year, so prominent. And I didn't even know what the year would look like. But going back to January of last year, I was really struggling. I guess I'll just kind of set the stage for you guys. I was in my freshman year of college at a school eight hours away from home and I was really struggling. I actually was looking at transferring schools around this time. I thought that I would transfer schools. I just wasn't honestly super happy at St. Olaf and it really had a lot less to do with St. Olaf and a lot more to do with me. But I was not in a happy place. I was not in a great place mentally. I was really, really struggling. And the Lord, just I remember at the beginning of last year, I actually had to go back to school, like drive back on the 1st of January because we had our interim class started on the 2nd. I like vividly remember New Year's Eve my friends Emily and Mitch dropping me off at my house at like 1am or whatever on New Year's Day and saying goodbye because I was gonna have to leave that day because we started class on the 2nd which is just crazy to think about. This year we started our interim on the 4th so I actually have been in my interim class for about a week but last year it was like driving back and I did not want to go I remember crying so hard being like please don't make me go to my parents and the Lord really did carry me through you know even though we were only at school for January February and a part of March the Lord was so faithful in all of it and even in areas where it was really, really hard, the Lord did carry me. And that promise, I have made you, I will carry you, I will bear and rescue you. Like it's the Lord's work. He made us, 
He carries us, he bears our burdens, and he rescues us. We serve a faithful father. And that verse just ended up being so true throughout the whole year. And I even think it's funny to think about just days after going back to interim, life got really sweet. Honestly, I was starting to really enjoy being at St. Olaf. I was starting to get closer with my friends. I feel like interim was a time when we had so much more time and I got closer with my friends I already knew. I actually met Ani, who's hosting season two, who was on a couple weeks ago. We met January 5th, which is crazy. Only a year ago we met, but that happened during interim. And the Lord was just really sweet during those two and a half months where we were at school. But of course, 2020 had so many ups and downs, a lot of downs, but also so many places where the Lord was just sweetly preparing me in so many places where he was just kind of tapping on my shoulder and nudging me in areas to create me more into the likeness of himself to sanctify me and there was also a verse which I guess I'll share and the Lord says behold I am doing a new thing and that's another verse where I just I so believe that the Lord is doing a new thing. I so believe that right now we're in a process of sanctification, but that one day there will be full redemption, that we live in the already and the not yet. And I do believe the Lord is constantly doing a new thing, that he is making us more into the likeness of the Son, of himself, that that is the new thing, and that there will be a new heaven and a new earth. And I believe in that. Just looking at all of that, that was truly the verse of my year. I have made you. I will carry you. I will bear and rescue you. And oh, how he did. The Lord was really sweet in 2020. And that's all I'm going to really share about 2020. I'm sure I'll come back to things as we go into 2021. But Honestly, I don't have a ton that I want to share other than that just because I didn't have a whole bunch of goals or resolutions that I feel the need to go into. You know, back when we were all naive before the pandemic, I feel like we all refer to that, but it is funny to look back on what you thought was going to happen and the things you tried to do to kind of manipulate things the way that you wanted them to happen and then realizing... The Lord just had total other plans and that's the way life is in general, but I think 2020 really revealed that that is so, so true. The Lord had something different in mind. So going into 2021, I don't have a ton of clear goals, but as I said, I have a verse, I have a word, and I have a couple of quarterly goals, which I don't know how much I'll share with you my quarterly goals because a lot of them are just like, oh, work on this, you know. But I'll start with my verse because the verse is something that inspired my word. But the verse is one that was revealed to me as I was reading through and praying the Psalms. So I spent half of November and all of December reading through the book of Psalms. That was how I ended my 2020, which honestly was such, again, a sweet way to end 2020 because I honestly, I didn't read a ton of the word this year. 
for how much we were at home. I feel like some people were talking about how they read the whole Bible this year because they were at home and that just wasn't the case for me. I actually did take a biblical studies class in spring semester of 2020, but I don't think of that the same way with reading the word because it was for class and it was very, very quickly reading it. And so I did read actually a lot of the Bible this year, but it was for that biblical studies class and it was like, read this entire book before next class kind of thing. And so not quite the same thing, but I did end the year reading the book of Acts and the book of Psalms, which honestly were so fundamental to just the shaping of what I'm going into 2021 with and the goals I do have and the word I do have. I had never read the book of Psalms straight through. I'd read Psalms here and there, but never all together. But I'm getting so off track here. My verse for the year comes from Psalms, Psalm 92, 13. And it says, planted in the house of the Lord, they thrive in the courts of our God. And they is the righteous. If you go back a verse to verse 12, it says the righteous thrive like a palm tree. They grow like a cedar tree in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They thrive in the courts of our God. So that is my verse for the year. Planted in the house of the Lord, the righteous thrive in the courts of our God. And I read this verse in the middle of December and it was something that just spoke to me. I feel like the Lord spoke to me so much through it because I'm coming up on my five-year kind of, I don't know the word, anniversary since I really started following Jesus. Um, which was after my freshman year in high school. And August 2nd will be that five years since I kind of made that decision for myself. That was kind of that day. And so I use that date like loosely as, okay, from that day on is kind of when I've really seen the Lord just produce fruit in my life through me being planted in him and looking back now and seeing it's been four and a half years like the Lord has done so so much and when I look back I just see the production of fruit through him through being planted in him and so you might think then oh your verse and your word then is planted but it's not. My word is not planted. My word is actually flourish. And the reason why my word is flourish is because, well, there's a couple of reasons, honestly. The first is I have a tattoo that says abide. And abide means to live into, to stay attached to, or to remain, similar to planted. And that has been my, that's like my life word, abide, abide in the house of the Lord, abide in the Lord, abide in Jesus, John 15, go read about it. But that has kind of been my life word, which it still will be. But because of that, my word is not planted because I truly believe that when I kind of coherently made that decision, I'm going to follow Jesus back on August 2nd of 20, what was it, 2016, 
that day, I believe, was when I really said, I'm going to plant myself right now in Jesus. I'm going to plant myself in Jesus. Not because my parents are, not because anyone around me is, but because I'm going to. Because the Holy Spirit has called me to himself. That is why I'm going to plant myself in Jesus. I'm going to abide in Jesus. And John 15 has been a verse that, or a chapter when it talks about abiding in Jesus that has affected me my entire walk with Jesus. And I truly believe that the Lord is faithful to remain in us as we remain in him, that he will never do anything to take us out of his presence, but that we do things to take ourselves out. We detach from him. And that's where sin happens, when we separate ourselves from God. But I do believe that because it's been about four and a half years, and I'm beginning to really look back and say, wow, I didn't even realize while, while this was happening, how the Lord was producing fruit, how he was pruning me, how he was making me more into the likeness of himself. That is a result of being planted. And so that is why as I've been planted, I've just seen how the Lord really does move and produce and prune. And that's where you see the fruit of the spirit. And so that is why my word this year is flourish. Because as I've been planted, as I am planted, that is where flourishment happens. And it's not flourish in a prosperity kind of way. It's not flourish in a way that says, I'll never get sick. I'll always be rich. All these things. I don't mean it in that way. Because flourishing doesn't always look like we think it's going to look. But this is a word that a couple of days ago, I just kind of felt the Lord be like, flourish. That's your word. Flourish. And I kind of prayed about it. And then today, actually, this is so funny to me. In my mind, I was like, oh, flourish. That kind of goes with the word thrive. And I read the CSB. That is what the She Reads Truth Bible is. So it's CSB is that translation that I just read for you. But then today, as I was researching stuff for this episode, because I always like to collect kind of my thoughts on a paper, I was like, I wonder what this verses in the in another translation and the ESV is what tends to pop up on my Bible app so I go to it and it says I just am laughing because I'm like of course good one Lord like how funny not really funny not a coincidence like this is the Lord but it says in Psalm 92 13 they are planted in the house of the Lord they flourish in the courts of our God they flourish they flourish. Like that is in fact the same word that the Lord put on my heart that I didn't even know was also used in another translation of the verse. That is my year verse. Yes, I thought the two were correlated. I realized that like, oh, flourish, planted, like it all kind of goes together. But this word is actually used in the ESV translation. Good one, Lord, like good one. And so... That is my word for the year, flourish. And my verse is, those who are planted in the house of the Lord thrive in the courts of our God or flourish in the courts of our God. My word for this year is flourish. And I truly believe that 
the way that we flourish is by being planted in the house of the Lord. And how do we do that? Well, we plant ourselves in the word. So my one big goal for this year, this is if I accomplish nothing else, this is my goal for the year. And even if I don't finish the goal during this year, I want to be working towards it, eyes on it, and that is to read the entire Bible in this year, in 2020-21. In 2020-21, I just said that so many times, that's not right. In 2021, I want to read the entire Bible. And so I've developed a plan for myself. It is not like any plan that I have seen before because I know when people do the one-year Bible or they do other Bible in a year plans, they normally either read like a little bit from several different sections of the Bible every day or they tend to read from front to back, cover to cover. I'm not doing either of those things because I'm a four and I want to be unique. No, I'm just kidding. That's not why. More because I really enjoy reading one book of the Bible at a time, but I also really believe that for myself, if I read the entire Old Testament without reading any of the New Testament as part of my reading plan, I would probably quit and I would probably be very, very drained. And I'm not saying it's not possible people do it. I personally just know that I need to read the gospel very, very often. And I truly believe that the gospel is weaved throughout the entire Bible, that the Lord has spoken the good news over the entire Bible from front to back, and that it's just revealed more in the New Testament. But for myself, I want to be reading both fairly often. So the plan that I'm doing is more or less read Genesis, then read Matthew, then read Exodus, then read Acts, then read, you know, etc, etc. And I'm kind of going that direction so that I'm mixing things up. And so more or less, the plan is read an Old Testament book, then read a gospel, then read an Old Testament book, then read Acts, then read an Old Testament book, and then read one of the epistles. And go through that so that I will be reading all of the books in the Bible and I will be reading each book from front to back. But at the end of that book, I'm going to go to the New Testament and then Old Testament and switch back and forth. And it's also so that I'm not reading all the Gospels in a row. I will be reading like slowly getting through all of them. But the last book that I will read will be Revelation. And as I'm getting to some of the shorter books in the New Testament, I'm going to be like kind of splitting things up a little more because there's more books in the Old Testament and the Old Testament is longer. So there will be some clumping together at times where like I'll read two Old Testament books in like a row. But every month, I will have some of the Old Testament and some of the New. And basically, my plan is approximately three chapters of the Bible a day. And that's kind of what I'm going for. And there will also be times when the Psalms and Proverbs will sneak in there with those three chapters. So 
as I said, I already read the book of Psalms, and so I'm going to continue reading them, but I'm not going to read them as a whole book in a row. I'll read like a psalm a day with my other three chapters. Same with Proverbs. I think in March, I'm going to be reading all of Proverbs, like one a day, but I'll also be reading three chapters of another book with it because it's like three point something is if you divide all the chapters in the Bible by 365 days. And so that's kind of what I'm doing. Okay, I just talked so, so much, but I guess I'll summarize that for you. My intentions for this year are to plant myself in the house of the Lord, to let the word flourish, just loosely hold on to that word as my 2021 word and see how the Lord uses it. And then to plant myself in the house of the Lord through planting myself in his word and reading the entire Bible this year. You know, something that has really been on my heart is just how really when we sow something, like we see that come to fruition. And as we sow seeds in the word, they later come back up. I've seen it, especially while I'm reading Psalms. I'll meditate on something, I'll pray something, and I'll ask the Lord to really sow that word in my heart and then it'll come back up at the exact right moment that I need it and I really believe that the word does that that the word is living and active and that when the Lord puts his word out it goes and it accomplishes its purpose it does not come back void and I believe that by planting ourselves in his word he is doing a work in us that we don't even know that even though at times it might feel tedious, the Lord is moving and working in ways we don't even know. And I think I've always been intimidated to read some of the Old Testament books, even when we read them for my biblical studies class. I felt like I had no clue what was going on. But I really believe that the Lord is the living, active one, breathing life into the words. He is the one who makes them living and active, and he will work through the word in us, whether we know it or not, whether it makes sense at that moment or not. And so I wanted to bring into that 2 Corinthians 9, 6, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And I believe that the best possible place to sow our seed is in the word of God. And Ecclesiastes 11, 6 says, in the morning sow your seed, and at evening Withhold not your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, this or that, or whether both alike will be good. And obviously there's other things that we sow seed into. But when we're sowing seed into the word of God, we have to constantly be coming back. We have to constantly be coming back to water it. But the Lord's the one who makes it grow. The Lord's the one who produces fruit. The Lord's the one who prunes through his living and active word. As I said, if I don't finish the Bible this year, I'm not going to quit. Like, if I get behind, I'm not going to quit. I just might go into 2022 and that is okay. I think one of my biggest issues for myself is that if I get behind on something, sometimes I just want to quit it altogether because I'm like, oh, it doesn't even matter anymore because I can't reach it by the time I want to reach it so I'm not going to do it at all and that is not what we're doing in 2021. We are sticking with it because 
God is not limited by time and space and he will use it even if I don't read three chapters every day. That is pretty much everything I have to say for this episode. I know it was a little all over the place, but I want to be intentional about saying that I truly believe that when we are planted in the house of the Lord, we do flourish in his courts. We do thrive in his courts. And that as we sow seeds, the Lord is the one that makes them grow. And there's a couple scriptures I wanted to mention before we go. And this is from, I guess, the one that I'll, I'll share is 2 Corinthians 9.10. And the verse says, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. And I, I really do believe that. The Lord supplies the seed that we're going to plant. And he's going to do the growing. And he's going to provide. And he's going to harvest. And we just have to be faithful to do the small steps in between. But he's going to move either way. Whether we see it or we don't. The Lord is always moving. And so I believe that. I believe that there will be so much flourishment in 2021. And I also believe that we will see others come to plant themselves in the Lord also. That we will see others come to know the living God. And that one day, every tear will be wiped away. And there will be full redemption. And people from every tribe, tongue, and nation will be will come before the living God and say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And that every tribe, tongue, and nation, every people group will say, Jesus is Lord. I believe that. And I believe that this year is just another opportunity for us to declare that. All right, you guys. I'm praying over 2021. I'm praying over anyone who is listening to the podcast right now. Just know that I'm praying over you. Um, And I believe the Lord is going to be faithful as he always is. All right, you all. I will see you in next week's episode of the Handprints Podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.